Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Style with Shara. My name is Shara, and I'm a wardrobe stylist, fashion blogger, and podcast host. And if you never listened to the show before, basically this is just where I share my thoughts on fashion and lifestyle. Um, I vent to (laughs) y'all. I talk about mental health from time to time. I interview designers and just other people in fashion as well on their individual journeys and just allow them to share some insight. So yeah, it's just it's just all things fashion, business, lifestyle, and well-being. So yeah, welcome to my podcast and thank you for listening. If you have been listening, I know it's been a little minute since you heard from me, um, but if you're subscribed to my newsletter, um, you saw that I said I would be coming back with more episodes in January. So here I am right before January ends. (laughs) And I don't know, I guess I just feel like it was just like so much going on in the world. I mean, it still is. It's not like the world's problems have just ended. But especially this past summer, like it was just like crazy along with like the pandemic and everything that was going on. And, you know, for me personally, like, emotions were running very high. And uh, it was just kind of hard for me to even really focus on fashion or just any type of content, knowing just all of the injustices that are even still going on. Unfortunately, um, not much has changed in the world since my last episode. But I definitely just needed some time to kind of regroup and get myself together and just process what was going on for myself within myself before I even got up on here and just started talking about fashion or anything else. Um, So yeah, so honestly, it still feels that way sometimes. Just with so many issues that my generation, uh, we still have to carry (laughs) on our backs, unfortunately, the same ones that our ancestors have, you know, and it, it it gets tough for me to focus on the good when we see so much of what we see. But you know, I'm pushing through. And um, so yeah, I just wanted to come back and check in and just update you guys on where I am, um, creatively, professionally, you know, spiritually, where I am, just the chapter in my life right now, because a lot has changed in my life, personally and creatively, since my last episode. Um, So yeah, so today I wanted to talk about when you're creating or living or expressing yourself from a place of trend and um, just like keeping up with the times and how it's bound to just, you know, it's bound to disappoint you when you're living to keep up. So my inspiration for that topic, basically earlier today, I tweeted uh, a lot of people don't actually work on who they are outside of the social media realm. So they just accept the current trends as their default personality. And uh, this tweet, I got more interactions from it. Like, my Twitter be kind of dry. I feel like sometimes I be saying stuff that people don't really want to talk about or, like, want to hear. Um, but my Instagram, I got a lot of, like, I posted on my story and I got a lot of responses back. And, like, I was kind of interacting with some people about the topic. And um, it just, the tweet came from just really just me thinking about how, in a way, we all are just expected to act the same way. Like, really, when you really think about it, like, as a society, we've created this subculture now where we're all kind of expected to model, like, our own real-life attitudes after song quotes and, and trends and aesthetics that really don't even always honor who we are as individuals. 
And um, so, yeah, I was just having a moment of reflection and just gratitude where I really was just thinking really about myself personally and how grateful I am that like everything and everything in my life right now is authentic. I can honestly say that like everything may not be perfect, <laughs> but it's definitely real. <laughs> and I've I've definitely never wanted to create an atmosphere on here as if I have everything figured out, especially when it comes to my craft and my career in fashion. Like like I don't have you know, some major industry people backing me or sponsoring me or any of my content or any project that you may see me be a part of. I don't have all the connections in the industry. Like every single opportunity that you've ever seen me be a part of or just any relationship or even just like acquaintances or just people that I've made friends with or whatever, whoever you want to call them, whether they be acquaintances, friends, or just part of my network. Um, me knowing someone or being cool with someone who's known to have some sort of pull in the industry or, you know, on some sort of level and we became cool. Like, yes, that's the type of stuff that happens organically, of course, because I'm not the type of person who likes to force relationships on people. I'm just, you know, I'm just not the type of person. I don't know how people could do it. I can't fake it with people. But definitely in order for me to even be able to have met some people or even be able to have some of the opportunities I've had, I bust my ass <laughs> nine times out of 10 um, to even be able to position myself to be in the same room with them at the same time to even make that acquaintance. So either way, it's something that I've worked for and that I've had to sacrifice for, whether it be my own money, my own, you know, my own everything, you know, I don't have a lot of the resources. I don't, I'm not related to anyone in the industry. Like, so just like I said, anything that you see me a part of is definitely something that I had to sacrifice for on some level. And a lot of times it may not have always come as easy or as finessed as maybe some of my peers whose style as well, you know, were able to access certain things, you know, not, and that's not even taking anything away from anybody because maybe they've either been, um, doing it longer than me or, you know, may have connections, more connections than I do, or even just have more experience or whatever the case may be, you know, that's maybe allowed them to make certain moves in the industry more quickly than I've been able to. But regardless of timing, y'all, I really feel like I see true authentic progress in more than just my career aspirations, but just my life in general. And to even come out of a year like 2020 and to be able to just say that I I see myself not just maintaining, but also me progressing, even just creatively, you know, in a time where like most of us weren't even able to really come together in the same room how we wanted to this year or this past year rather, and just to continue to create, you know, like that's a blessing if you were able to even do that, you know, and just to be able to truly say that like right now I can be my 100% self with everyone in every situation in my life right now. And I wake up in the morning and I don't dread having to speak to the people that I have to interact with in order to get stuff done. Or, you know, there's nobody in my life right now that I feel like maybe I'm lying to myself about um, them being in my life because, you know, or them being supposed to be in my life because I'm afraid to cut them off or, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not in that place. You know, I'm not, I'm not in a place where I'm secretly competing with somebody or somebody, I don't feel like anyone's secretly competing with me. Like, honestly, 
before this year, I could not say that with my whole chest. <laughs> like, even like just thinking about it, some of the choices that I made or some of the company that I chose to keep the past, I guess you could say like 2018 to 2020, you know, before this year, I just, for the most part, I'm usually a pretty private person with a really small circle. And I know a lot of people, but I'm really selective about who I call family or who I call friend. But I don't know. 2020, and I want to say like two years. So beginning of 2020, and like, I want to say like two years prior to that, I was even just kind of looking at myself like, okay, I was kind of giving myself the side eye, like, okay, Shara, like, are you good? Like, you about to be hanging with who? And why? Like, are you just, are you sure that they got you? You know, are you sure they got your best interest at heart? Because it was looking real weird for, you know, those two years. I've definitely, if you know me personally, you know, I've definitely had some some weird times <laughs> these past couple years just trying to figure out things, you know, just I'm a young woman and just trying to figure out what fits and what doesn't and, you know, what's genuine and what's not. And, you know, some people, you know, to have people in your life that you really don't know what to call, you know, because they're, they're not a friend or they're not someone that, you know, I could really trust with who I actually am now and someone that I could relate to and it was mutual, you know, that's, that's important. And after a while, some people, um, with me showing them my true colors and them showing me their true colors, it was just like, what other reason are we even in in each other's lives? (laughs) Like other than the fact that it kind of makes sense aesthetically. And y'all, I had to realize that's not a real reason to actually be cool with somebody, you know, just because you're creative and I'm a creative. Cause like, okay, it makes sense that way that we should be cool. But like, what else is there? Like, you know, this past year, I've really gotten past that phase where like, y'all know how like in high school, well, some grown people still do this, (laughs) but like, you'll have like that friend where it's like, oh, she, she my going out friend. Or that's my drinking friend. And like, I just feel like that's so counterproductive, you know? And I'm not saying like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't have friends where, you know, y'all get together and do things that y'all both are interested in because y'all have that thing that y'all enjoy sharing together. Um, And so y'all like to catch up together and do those things together. There's nothing wrong with that. But when I say like, I don't know, I'm just so over like having people where we only do just that, like just that thing that brought us together. Like I can only go for drinks with you, but if I'm having a rough week, I can't ask for you to pray with me or pray for me this week because you're going to look at me funny or you don't pray or, you know, whatever the case may be, or we can gossip about everybody else's business. But when I'm sharing something with you about something in my business that I actually want to implement in my craft and something that's important to me that I really want some feedback on, you have nothing to contribute. Or, you know, you're just like all around a bad listener unless it's about something negative. You know, if, if I can't be my full authentic self around you, then it's probably not meant for us to still be cool or still even be connected, even if it's professionally. So yeah, just for the first time in at least two to three years, I can say like all the people and all the situations I'm connected to right now, I'm definitely proud to be connected to them. And, you know, I'm not just connected to any particular person or project because it looks good on paper or it seems like, you know, from afar, it would make me look good. And, you know, the people in my life right now see me 
not just as somebody that, you know, they can get something from or I can get something from them, but they're really invested in my journey and they really want to see me not even just maintain, but they want to see me thrive. Like that's so important, you know? And so even just being able to say that (laughs) with my whole chest in this season of my life is such a blessing and, even though I'm nowhere near where I completely like envision myself when it comes to my personal life or my relationship with myself, because that's something I'm definitely working on too, like continuing to love myself unconditionally, um, or you know, even my career. All those things are not perfect and they're not exactly where I want to be. But I feel like right now, like the the authenticity of my environment is finally in a place where like I feel like I'm able to grow and get there, you know, without being on such a defense mode. And that goes just creatively, emotionally and spiritually, because when you're just constantly living life in defensive mode, like it drains, you don't feel like being creative. You don't feel like knowing anything. It just takes all the life out of you. So. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm just really proud to be here right now. So, y'all, when. When I experience these type of things or these type of changes within myself, um, I always try to <laughs> apply it to like every, if not like most aspects of my life. I'm a Virgo moon, y'all. So my Virgo moon causes me to attempt <laughs> to bring logic to every scenario, which I mean, I guess in a way is kind of a good thing considering that I'm a Leo son. So I definitely need some logic to balance out all the fire <laughs> that comes with me being a fire sign. But yeah, I always try to think about like what ways that, you know, a certain lesson that I'm learning can apply to different aspects of my life. So I was asking myself how, you know, this new feeling that I have where I feel more authentic is having an effect on me creatively. And it definitely has like anyone who does anything creative, especially in like the entertainment or fashion realm, because they're such competitive industries. A lot of times we have the tendency to compare ourselves And, you know, competitor analysis is one thing, and that's actually a very healthy thing. And it's good to know who your competition is and their strengths and their weaknesses. But I think sometimes, like, we get caught up, or I should say me, because I know I've been in a place sometimes where you get caught up just creating just to keep up or just to feel like, oh, they did this, I can do that too. And, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but me personally, when I'm in that mind state of trying to keep up, even if it's just just because fashion is a fast paced industry. So I'm just trying to keep up with the way the industry that I'm in moves and operates um, in order for me to really make my mark like I really want to, like and how I really intend to is definitely going to require for me to have some pep in my step and, you know, some fire underneath me. But when you just get stuck in that place and trying to create from that place of just like keeping up a certain image or just trying to one up somebody, whatever you're trying to, you know, for whatever reason you're trying to do it, your work that you're trying to like express is is bound to not hit as hard and it's bound to get lost in the noise. So like if just for example, if I'm looking at another stylist's work and I'm just asking like, oh, how is she able to pull that designer or how is she able to do this or do that or get that type of client? Like, oh, I'm gonna make sure I one up her, you know, what I'm working on next is fire. And they thought what she did was fire. What I'm about to do is really going to be fire. Like, and, you know, we just get caught up in that type of just looking at the trends and being like, okay, this is the hot trend. So now all my work got to resemble this or reflect this aesthetic that everybody is on right now, you know? So 
if you're constantly thinking in that mindset, then it's going to affect your whole process. Like I know it's affecting mine at times, you know, when I'm creating, even without me realizing it at first, because then like if I'm more fearful of taking my own risks and putting my own spin on trends because I'm so focused on what's in, then I'm not really making it my own and I'm too busy trying to play catch up to the next hottest thing. So I'm not really able to follow my own vision and, you know, and express myself and ask myself, like, what is the authentic way that I like to show myself in my work? And what is what is my aesthetic? I'm so worried about being aesthetically pleasing, but what is my aesthetic? And how can I use my gifts of putting clothes together to share a part of myself with the world, you know, without even having to speak? So when I ask myself those type of questions, that's when I can really just get on a whole different level creatively. You know, when I think about the things that's just unique to me, who I am as a person, as a stylist and as an artist, and just even just as a young woman, just trying to figure it out. Like, even when I think about my mom and like just how stressed she would be just trying to take care of three kids at one time and just even working two jobs at certain points, you know, while dealing with all these different health issues that she's had to deal with and trying to maintain a family and just keep it together. But then just watching her entire posture change and just watching her whole confidence just do like a complete 180. <laughs> like when I would help her get dressed and just pick out clothes and pick out accessories and just just watching her strut out the door in her heels and how good she would feel. You know, that she even took that time for herself to dress the part, even if she was just getting dressed for work. You know, just seeing her looking ready to take on the world. You know, that's why, like, to this day, <laughs> if you book me at your stylist, one thing about me, I will never voluntarily put you in some flats. Like, I'm going to always <laughs> suggest a heel. Even if you request it, like, I'm going to definitely do my best to finesse something, but I'm going to definitely also always still push for the heel, <laughs> especially if it's, like, a special occasion or a photo shoot. Because, like, I don't know, I just love what it does for women's confidence. Like, yes, heels be hurting and, you know, everybody can't walk in them. <laughs> but beauty is pain. And just growing up all through my mom's late 20s and her 30s, just watching my mom strutting her heels and seeing the looks that she would create with these, like, statement boots and just seeing the confident persona that it creates, you know, assuming that you know how to walk in them right, you know. Um, I always just love to put women in heels. Like I really do. Um, I saw what that did for her and I just saw how much dressing apart really made her feel better about herself, you know, even on some of her worst days. So I definitely think that's where I get it from. And, you know, that extends beyond just my mother, women before her, um, in, in my family, just looking at old photos and looking at, you know, listening to some of the stories, some of the things that we've been through and how you could not tell we've been through that based off of how we was looking. <laughs> so that's something that I feel like I really get from just that I get passed down to me from a generational standpoint. And it's something that I really like to implement in my work because like fashion is our armor. You know, we just go through not just women, but people, we just go through so many things in this life and life is like so life is so fleeting and just for me just helping someone really just 
project that confidence outwardly, you know, or use fashion to transform and show themselves in a light they might have never even seen themselves in before, you know, putting them in something they didn't even know they could pull off. Like that's what lights a fire under me. So when I'm creating from that place, that's like when I can really create something that's authentically unique to me and, you know, to my story and who I am. And so that's when you're really just going at your own pace, you know, and you're expressing and creating work that you could just be proud of. And so, y'all, another thing about me, I'm definitely like an all or nothing kind of girl. Like, to me, it's just really no point in creating things that I'm not proud of. And I was actually talking about this concept with two of my homegirls, because one of them is a model and one of them is a designer. And we were at brunch the other day, and the one who designs, we were congratulating her on leaving the job that we all actually met each other at. Um, so now none of us work there anymore and all three of us are focused on our crafts, but she was just talking about how she sees like a lot of her peers that she went to design school with just like kind of designing at a really fast pace. And, you know, sometimes it can be disheartening to watch certain people surpass you or, you know, in your mind, you're thinking that they're surpassing you, but you're not really focused on your own journey and, you know, there some of her peers, she says she felt like they're getting some traction with their designs and they're gaining some attention. And um, she's she's really just getting back into her craft as a designer full time because she's been working for years for all these other brands. And she just hasn't really prioritized time to really get fully immersed in perfecting her craft. So we were just congratulating her on finally doing that. And now that she is, she's dealing with so much just so much trial and error of just getting back into it. But one thing that I've noticed is like with every single mistake, whether she got like a pleat wrong or (laughs) like if she gets a dart wrong, she's enduring this whole process because like even though she sees her peers going at a certain speed or, you know, creating a certain type of look that might be technically easier to pull off, she just feels like it's just not in her to rush the process. And, you know, that's something that I was actually so proud of her for because one thing about her, the the process for her is was growing her. And I know that can be easier said than done when you're seeing people, you know, that your peers, people that you went to school with, that you're learned that you've learned with, and you feel like their brands are popping off or you're seeing their work everywhere and you feel like you're just getting your foot back wet into the game or feeling like, you know, you're just really starting to focus on your craft and really hone your craft. And it's been a while since you've done that. But to trust that process and just seeing how it's benefiting her individually, like she's been glowing. (laughs) Like even when I just watch her stories, even if I'm not around her and just seeing her talk about her process, she just, she's so much more motivated now. And she's just in a better authentic place. Like what I'm talking about, just really staying true to her journey and staying true to her authentic self. She's been watching these documentaries about fashion and reading these books about craftsmanship. And that's just really been putting a fire under her just to stick with what's unique to her. and trust her process for what she envisions for her brand. Even if it means she doesn't cut corners and pop off as fast as some of the designers in our area. And you know, I don't know, I'm just so proud of her. Like when y'all see what she can do and just her eye, because I've worked with her for a while. She was actually my boss <laughs> at one point. So I know her, her eye and her style and just her eye for statement pieces and just small details and just how they really like come together in her mind and how she's able to 
really make a whole garment, a whole look to come together. So I'm just excited for the world to see her vision come to life when she does get to the point of launching. But even more than that, I'm just proud and I'm inspired to see her just create from such a vulnerable place that's unique to her journey. Like she documents her mistakes all the time so her audience can see, you know, on her Instagram story, she'll tell you what she did wrong with the pattern or how something, you know, wasn't sewn right correctly. But then she went to YouTube University and figured it out on her own. Like she's really dedicated to just her whole process. And I would definitely share her name with y'all so y'all can follow her. But I don't like putting people name out there without their permission. <laughs> and she doesn't even know that I'm using her as inspiration in this episode. But if she listens to this, she'll definitely know. <laughs> and um, I'll definitely shout her out to y'all when the time is right. But yeah, like I said, you know, if anything, I'm grateful just not only to just be in a really authentic place right now for myself, but also just to be surrounding myself with people with like minds who are just, you know, following that same journey, who want the same kind of things and everything in this season of my life. Nothing has to be perfect, but it des- definitely has to be authentic. I'm I'm so done working with people just for the sake of you know clout or attention in my city because you know their work is good but at the end of the day I've seen them do you know some shady shit or it just doesn't align with my brand and what I say I stand for you know I'm not overlooking those kinds of things I realize how important it is to be true to myself even professionally you know I'm I'm done trying to create from a place of oh I gotta try to keep up with this trend or this person that I may look up to and you know as someone who's pursuing fashion anyone who is pursuing any kind of career in fashion you know that fashion is all about PR and even though you know my love for the the crafts and just how it can transform is the actual reason I'm pursuing it like, I would be naive to just ignore the fact that at the end of the day, all this shit is PR. You know, it's all appearances and a lot of weird stuff <laughs> be going on behind closed doors. You know, just ingenuine vibes. Like, I'm really pursuing something where you have to really be overprotective of your spirit and your energy. Because fashion as an industry, like, it's superficial. That's all it is. You know, it is what it is. And you really got to do your part to make sure your energy is being maintained. Um, Just as much as the work that you put out, you know, Um, which is a lot. It's a lot to focus on at one time, especially when you're talking about an industry that moves so fast. Like, appearance is over everything when it comes to fashion. You know, it's visual. So it definitely only makes sense that everybody's main concern is how things look you know there are even luxury brands out here a lot of I don't know if a lot of y'all know this but a lot of um luxury brands they go into debt to take out ads on billboards to just to create the illusion that their collection is the latest collection of the season or is the collection of the season rather or you know that is quote unquote a moment even during the off season, like even if they haven't sold not one bag, you'll still see ads that are just as monumental as if they were in their prime. Because appearances are everything in fashion. Like they come before reality in fashion. And that's one thing I've known. I know about the industry that I'm pursuing that doesn't align with who I am. And um, I just I remember even listening to a Carl Kanai interview and he was just talking about that, you know, how mainstream luxury brands will do that. And it's because it's public perception. And again, it makes sense because fashion is visual and it only makes sense that if you want people to buy into your brand, you have to do whatever, you know, to make sure it gets in front of the most people. Um, But when that 
when that agenda just comes before your morals and just tending to your own personal well-being and just making sure you have the right people around you who can actually like help you grow outside of business too and help take care of who you are at your core. Like when all that gets overshadowed by just making sure, you know, that everything looks good, that's that's unfortunately why we have so many of these amazing designers who, you know, who we a lot of us look up to who have made history and there are legends in the industry and they have worked with the best of the best. And you could, you know, just clients that you can only dream of. They have gone to the heights of what it is to to make your mark in fashion and they have all this success. But then, you know, we unfortunately see a lot of them commit suicide and you know and they go into these really low places mentally and spiritually and we never see a lot of these people come out of it and we you know we wonder like oh why would they ever do something like that to themselves they have everything you know and I've learned you know just from going through my own share of things you know how your outside how much your outside world does not matter when your inside is not aligned you know um and I've learned I used to judge people for that you know like when I would hear about people being suicidal and things like that who had what I would dream to be you know my dream life you know I've learned they either weren't they either a they weren't genuinely and authentically happy with who they were um what they had or what they've done and you know that's why I've just tried to make it such a priority even as I'm growing um with my work just to to be successful in my field you know and have aspirations and of course I I have goals do I have goals that I want to reach of course but um you know nothing is more important than my peace nothing like <laughs> nothing is more important than my peace and nothing is more important than being able to have certain things fall short in my life, yes, because that's inevitable. But but to know like who I am behind all of that, you know? So so yeah, that's my rant for this week, y'all. That's basically my energy for this week. I just wanted to encourage whoever's listening to also just be gentle with yourself and you know, in the midst of building a brand or an image or, you know, an aesthetic. Let's also prioritize building who we are at our core and always just be okay with asking ourselves like uncomfortable questions and just pausing when we feel like a situation or opportunity hurts who we are more than it actually, you know, is helping us. So yeah, I hope you guys got something out of this rant. (laughs) Um, And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Definitely stay tuned because I do have some interviews coming up with some bomb women in the industry that will be making their way to the podcast very soon. So yeah, stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed though so you don't miss an episode. Um, Thank y'all for listening to me run my mouth. (laughs) Um, And I will talk to you guys soon.